That shit. Move your ass. Get up and move your asses. Y'all hear that shit? Tell me this ain't the goddamn fucking goddamn shit you've ever heard in your life. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good dinner. Good dinner. Listen, listen to the y'all. Break the speakers in this motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck he's saying either. Mosoma, Mosoma, Yeah. This is shit. This is it's so Makosa, man. This is this guy. This is top five funkiest fucking songs ever made, and I will I'll fight about it. Listen to that shit. It's the horns, man. If you got horns, you got good shit. I don't know what he's saying though. What instruments are you a sucker for on songs? Shit is sexy. Um, I know you mentioned horns, but like, what kind of horns or any other instrument? Trumpet. Saxophone. I like uh, I like guitar. Like when they just be like hitting a good fucking mm-hmm. riff on that bitch. <laughs> Some nasty shit. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, you gotta like love drums and shit. But I mean, like when they just really get into it, a good. That's why I like honestly like the uh, there's like this like synth band like the Midnight, and they do a lot of fucking sax and like guitar shit. It's fucking <sighs> matter of fact. You can you can say I'm for y'all gonna hear this yeah fuck y'all no I'll say it's the same for me I, I'm, if you can get like electric guitar on a rap song mm-hmm. that'll get me every time if you can get DJ scratches on certain songs that'll get me every time a saxophone you get some saxophone on that thing that'll get me every time let me see I'm trying to see if I got to the right part this is. This is the right image for this sound. No, it's yeah, the perfect image. It's pure, just fucking eighties. Yeah, we're driving. You know, you finna. Actually, there's there's one. There's some uh, page that does fucking like they put eighties films on top of it, and this shit just fits super sexy. You need rain, like you need rain, like a members only jacket. It's the it's the pink. It's the flamingo neon pink. Yes. People underestimate pink, bro. Man, I had this conversation with my homegirl, I think last week, because she was asking me, like, so, you know, what are some of your favorite colors that people may not know or expect? Is that black and blue? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. You finna bring that bitch up in there? Hang on, hang on. Simmer down a little bit and smack you in the. Fucking, this was this is 80s love scene music. Oh yeah, this is nasty. 
And then this is like When you really like she's, This is when y'all in love And then you like Put like some of that Love and power stroke in Right when the guitar come in Like right This is It's always Two positions Either her on top Or you on top And it's the sheets And it's <sighs> They do like the real. They hold yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> Hire us, bro. What the fuck is what y'all waiting on? Somebody out there, y'all need this. He killed. Look, who the fuck? This is sexy. These some badass white boys, man. I like that. I, like that I want us to get on this wave so fucking bad. I just want like a whole just nostalgia synth band or some just, shit. Yeah, just, just bring bring that back. Y'all can keep Meg and give us more of this in the culture. We need that. I'm still trying to root for Meg. I'm just really like, and this is not just a shot at Meg. This is really shot at all. I'm really like, you can you can like talk your shit, but yo, y'all got like a five song minimum where I want to hear about rich shit, pussy again, I fuck the hoes, I drop this. Yeah, you know, do some other shit like fucking. And I'm not even. I'm not trying to have everybody be Corday or fucking uh, J Cole. I don't even need the peaceful shit. I listen to BFB and Zach Fox like every day. Just tell me something different. Make me laugh. Make me feel something else. I, Shane, car, bitches. Rick Ross make me want to buy like 27 duplexes tomorrow. Like I just want to build a better life. And a wing stop. 17 of them at least. I think I got like 50 wing stops. I'll say this though. If you are going to talk about the same stuff per usual, 50 cent it. Like 50 doesn't. Fifty talks about a lot of the same stuff, the rich the shit, the street life, but he's learned how to not make it sound the same way he did when he was first coming out. Like it's not as aggressive, it's a little bit more melodic, it's a little bit more business sense, but it's still the money rich, you know, ego shit to a degree, still the street shit. And he doesn't do it all the time. He comes out, here, here's a song. Here, here's another one. It's normally a smart move attached to my TV show that you're going to watch. That's true. So you're going to run up the streams for my song as well. It's always funny when people are like, man, 50 Cent played out. 50 Cent don't make don't. music no more. He <sighs> nah. don't say this. It's like, yeah, but his shows are like top watched and streamed. What comes on before all of his TV shows? His song. That goes back to us not really letting like artists like transition to different phases because i don't think you can call you can call him annoying you can call him he makes you mad he makes you a lot of things but you can't call 50 played out 50 has taken one series stretching what is it four or five shows started like then made bmf like i don't give a fuck what nobody says like when he puts that let you i've never drinking it but i know the sales is up on that even the fact that you can facilitate that shit even the fact that you can facilitate a fucking like liquor like Come on, bro. Like, he's just moved into an elder statesman space. I know hip-hop is young, but, like, I, you got, we got to kind of let our elders, like, become elders in the game. I think the elders for our generation, like, the people we grew up with, they're eldering properly. Like, the elders Fuck that came yeah. before them, you know, they ended up being highly respected because of their contribution, but they got dicked in their contracts, like... Yeah, it just didn't work out for them. So we respect them for the sake of, but they still got to tour every once in a while because they ain't getting no residuals. You know what? Eldering properly is a thing. Like Ludacris elders properly, mm-hmm. Timbo, mm-hmm. Fab, mm-hmm. Jim Jones, and them. Like all of them do. All of the people we Pharrell. grew up listening Damn, to are true. eldering properly. Snoop. Even- Snoop is eldering fucking legendary. Snoop is fuck that. That's not even like not even Snoop, Snoop is, is grandfathering oh, yeah. properly. Yeah, yo. 
I mean, well, outside of his like just relationship woes, like I feel like Kanye is like set up. He's taught people how to move in certain ways. He's I trying. Guess. I'll say Kanye is trying. He's. I give Kanye somewhat of a pass because of his mother. We can talk about the whole bipolar and all that other stuff, but whatever it was, he had a grasp on it until his mother passed, which is relatively understandable. And he lost her like young Kanye. He didn't lose her like now. Like if he just lost his mother now after she got the chance to, you know, be grandma for a good minute and all that other stuff, I think he would be okay. That makes sense. I I mean Well, with the exception of him still well, predominantly okay. choosing white women. That's that's one issue because I will say this. Look, word to uh, Hollywood Unlocked, they did like I, I'm I'm a stand I'm a stand for this. Not even just for Kanye, but in general of like, if you're gonna have people on your platform, it doesn't have to always be like salacious. It just like, you know, it was I think just for Kanye interviews. I want to say this interview, the Charlemagne one, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, and fucking Drink Champs are maybe at the fucking top. Uh, if you give the nigga time. I'm not saying you'll agree with him, but you can grasp more of what the fuck is going on. Right. He's not going to convince me those fucking SpongeBob boots are cool. I don't give a fuck how, many, how much he wears them, though. That's between that and the fucking, like, this jacket he's wearing that the fucking Terminator wore in the 80s. But besides that fucking thing, I'm not fashion, so what the fuck? fucking triple fat goose. Yeah, that shit. But it just, like, he was touching on things that, you know, when you listen, you know what? I'm like, that makes sense. You would do that. Like, you know, if you're rich and... Just speaking of like topics we've talked about on here, if you're not able to be around your kids, I can give a nigga the benefit of I'm rich, bro. I'm gonna get this shit across the street. Like, I may not give a fuck that you fucking bro are. That might be an issue, but that also is I'm not gonna get into one of these things where like I'm in the next county or something. I'm right here. I can see these motherfuckers every day, week to week. Cool. It's still your week. If they wanna come across the street and say hi and go back over there and spend the night, that is some rich nigga shit that if I'm in a, you know, Relationship woes I want to see my kid I'm not going to go Across the street But I could see myself Like I'm on the next block over Like Him talking about He got in a conversation About the relationship With him and her And That being a little weird And You know That was kind of But he was still trying Not to sling mud But I I, I I salute the fact Of giving the man space To talk about Shit Because he just started Saying things that make sense To piggyback off your point though, With the white woman He did kind of get into like he took a real Kanye route, which I was riding. I was on the, I was riding. I was on the fucking trip. This is also when I kind of s- s- pause the interview. I have to go back and finish it. It was like, I want to see my kids. And he had me. And he was like, you know, as a community, this is where I got a little shaky. He was like, as a community, you know, it's, you know, the issues that face us with, you know, seeing our kids and whoop whoop. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm still with you. I'm still with you. And he was like, as black people. And he said a lot of black and black male shit. I'm like, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then he was like, you know, he threw in Planned Parenthood and like Margaret Sanger. And I was like, okay. And he was like, those created by the KKK to stop the black community from going. I was like, okay. And then he kind of was riding the lane of black community. And not to sound like some Umar shit, but it's like you're getting into population and how we need to help and produce with our own. And just It's just like three back to back. But everything else that nigga was saying was pretty cool. It's just that that and you know his certain roster as of late. I don't you know that just it just to me it just like if you make good points, things like that, just give people low hanging fruit to chop your points across. Doesn't mean it's not a good point. Doesn't mean what he said wasn't correct. It just I mean it's funny. Yeah, it's it's contradictory. 
which sometimes, like, even though Kanye and a lot of other people in general, they may make good points, but they don't realize how contradictory they can be. Because, yes, I said this last year on the pod. Shout out to Nina and the rest of the Reds. Like, you had the Delta. You had the black chick that was supporting you and riding for you. And you left her for all the popular white women with ass. Except for this new one. This new one is just... Like, She's the stereotypical foreign model-esque white girl, I guess. I've only seen, like, one picture of her. There's, but I don't there's like. a recent video. And I'm reading into it super hard. So, you know, take the hot take. Obviously, I might make a video of it. But there's fucking... He's walking... They're doing some fashion shit that happened this week. And, like, Pharrell looked like... He shook her hand, but it looked like, well, you know your nigga on bullshit with this girl. You just got to pretend, like... Hey, you how got you, me saying hi to this girl. Yeah, you know it's like, hey, not gonna be here by summer, how you man. doing? You going to have her around all the niggas. Now she thinks she popping. And I know she's not going to be here now. I know you, my nigga. I know she's not going to be here. I know you, mad. You, you know... Both of y'all know she's not gonna be here because you know she's not gonna be here by summer, and she's only meeting us. Hey, and stop doing that! To, to hey, us. stop doing that to the homies, man! Stop bringing and stop doing that to her. Stop! Just. No, 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 no. Here's here's the point that I was gonna make because she's in there letting herself be paraded around because she's also looking at who she's gonna go after next when you guys do part because both of you know that you're not scouting. Gonna, absolutely. Because we know we know they Kanye. share all the same women. Kanye setting up the dickers, man. You're like, yeah. Hey, don't you know, fall for it, what my, you, what my you guy. Think, you know? What you think of my new lady? I don't know if she's going to be around much longer. Somebody, it may not be Pharrell. For, it's absolutely one of them, not. absolutely not. It'll be some other weird. But it'll be somebody else that has been around Kanye or somebody that's going to try and smash, save the game or somebody since they've been together recently. Or hell, even AB. Maybe she expands horizons and taps into his non artist friends, even though he kind of counts as an artist. I don't know. I guess he has to. Does one song make you an artist? I don't know how. I don't. I'm not even trying to diss. I, I don't, don't even think that. it's one song. I think he legit has two or three. I mean, I feel like that's probably where he's probably going to head. I don't know how football he, works. That person, he's wanted that persona for a minute. That's nothing new. But either way, he's he's parading her around, knowing she's not going to be around long, and she knows she's not going to be around long because she's going to find the newer, younger version to jump on. When that you know that gravy train has passed, just like Kim did, Kim no. did the same thing. Her gravy train passed. She went and found her a new one. She did, or just you no know, got the even he now he did mention that like the gravy that she has acquired as this billionaire icon or whatever. He was like, that's one thing like where Kanye get his shit off, and it's like damn, bro. It's like so, certain shit he was saying in there sound like some just some shit he's saying to be like like he talked about this issue with him and his family i was like okay that's regular you get into with your people Mm -hmm. then he says some shit where it sounds like you know we were taking pictures to capture these moments i was like that kind of sound like some ego shit like if you were kind of like i'm happy too bitch like that's how i feel like what was going on but you can say it was whatever but he did kind of hit me with i felt like that was a little bit of truth he's like you know don't try to play me like i'm crazy now I wasn't crazy when I was picking out these outfits. I wasn't crazy when I was making these business moves. I wasn't crazy when you were with me. Kind of, you know, helped your brand too as well. And I was like, a nigga saying some shit. He wasn't crazy when he, what was it for her birthday or Christmas or whatever a few years ago when he mm-hmm. bought her all those stocks in major companies, like not yeah. even stocks. I bought you a percentage of the actual company. Yeah, he's like, you know, that two billion that is acquired. He's like, you know, I wasn't crazy when I was helping that shit, and I was like, you know, that's a good point. I'm like, I'm not saying you know, Kim is not whatever Kim is, but I'm like, that's some shit. Like just kind of throwing around, you know, the crazy to this to that. I ain't saying man is clearly not without flaws, but hey, I have a question. I do too, but go ahead. 
you like just you you talking about the fucking uh contradictory thing and this being a big platform for duality like it is a pet peeve that people like just splatter those together like how do you go about explaining to somebody that contradiction and duality are not the same things like things that you know like the difference between duality and like no you're being contradictory that's not a duality thing i mean that kind of goes along the lines with say the question that i that i posed and put on the twitter that you posted today as far as commitment is concerned but like people confusing commitment with a need to possess i want you guys to know what the question was what is the benefit of being exclusively committed to someone that is not a hundred percent of what you need them to be? Which that's, you, a, that's a heavy question, though. Because need them to be. Yeah, that requires that you know what you need, know what you want. There's multiple levels we that's can a, dive into this, which is why I threw the fish hook out there because a lot of people was gonna bite on certain stuff, and I was gonna knock them upside the hand with something else that we can get into today. That's why I got rid of such and such, and it was like actually that person was everything you needed. You got rid of that person because they wasn't what you wanted, which is. Might you didn't know you. what you wanted or needed. Only thing that you know that you wanted was companionship, which is really a band-aid for my loneliness, not actual companionship, because you don't have to fully commit to a companion. That's just somebody that you're choosing to have support you along your journey. That's a spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball. But not only that, like I said, a lot of people confuse commitment with possession. You don't want like actual commitment because somebody doesn't have to a hundred percent commit to you to support you and nurture you and build you up. You wanted something that you can claim as your own. You wanted a possession. You wanted something that you can mine. That's what you wanted. I was having a conversation sort of along those lines with my sister earlier today. We were like, we were like, you know, she was leaving the gym and I was going in. And we were just talking or whatever, having our little like daily bullshit and it turned into like a good conversation but we were discussing kind of like we went through like hip-hop and this that and the third and then it got into like you know relationship dynamics and she'll always say like her generation i'm like i'm not gonna hold you champ like you're not like don't think that you know i'm my group is wildly more mature than yours i assure you that like the cornball digger that you found is a cornball nigger out, out here in his mid-30s and the Super mature woman that you would think that somebody would become at their thirties. She's not. She's the same she person at, the same. of twenty. So just you know, that's just on you to decipher or whatever. But um, it was kind of a conversation that got into like, you know, uh, this and maybe and I don't think it's a younger generation thing of dudes just going like, you know, well I don't really date like that. I just blah 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 blah. And she was just discussing that like, yeah, I'm not trying to have somebody like fly me out. It's just you know. Show and develop interest And I was like Well I'm biased with you Because I know that You're not somebody Who is just like How much you make Like you'll have The conversation with somebody And a date can just be Something that you guys go to To facilitate Getting to know each other I will say Immature Now one Fuck niggas is fuck niggas And there's just niggas Just not honest enough to go I want to have sex And I don't really want To have a relationship right now Those niggas are fuck niggas Be aware Don't give them a pass I'm perfectly fine with that But there are another Group of niggas Who is like I'm saying this because the same way, the way I think I said it to her, I'm like the same way that women know that there's niggas just out here grubbing for pussy. There's word to Patrice. There's women that are just grubbing for time. I was like, you know, full well, a friend of yours that's close probably that has a food nigga in her phone, a nigga she can talk to to just chill out, a nigga this, that, and the third, but she's not going to really give him whatever. She's vying for time that is reminiscent and mimics things in a relationship that can make shit funky. 
Same way he's like I'm cool but I want the boot ass Like there needs to be an honest And be okay with Like everybody's trying to get something And not take the risk of Nigga this love thing You looking for the best And most amazing thing That they've been writing poems on You have to be prepared To take the L It's gonna hurt You're gonna fucking get your All, all, all types of shit All the songs You're gonna play You finna cry Then you pick your fucking balls up Or titties And you get back out there champ That's literally the name of the game Like you figure it out You find better skills But you cannot think You're gonna get out here And be like Okay if I Hoard all this And make them earn it And it doesn't work like that you, That just The shit always ends up Ass up And not in a good way I'll present somewhat of a different perspective. Spicy. I'll say that we're so confused and misconstrued that we mix those up. Because like you said, yes, there's our fucking niggas out there that won't tell you the truth. They won't tell you that they just trying to smash. And yes, there are quote unquote fucking niggas out there that just only looking to add notches to their belt. Right. We're so confused and so misconstrued and ass backwards when it comes to this we don't realize all of us are said fuck nigga number one that you mentioned because a lot of people go into dating or meeting someone else in a romantic sense with the representative both male and female why do we do that because we don't feel safe enough to go to somebody and be like yo i feel like you know you're attractive i want to see what's up with you but i also want to get to know you a little bit as well we don't feel comfortable enough to be authentic so we all get labeled as fuck niggas because we're all going into the situation with our representative your representative is listening to my representative now but we think that out of this representative conversation we're both sending in our representatives to delegate a situation that is going to be a long-term contract that doesn't make sense at what point in time do we get rid of the representatives and we start delegating and negotiating authentically amongst each other we don't know how because we approach everything with our representative so essentially we're all fuck niggas yeah with fuck nigga mindsets, fuck nigga expectations, expecting a real nigga commitment. I don't give a shit about her well, giving it up on the first night. That just let me know. She know what she want out of life. <laughs> damn, what a hell of a way to goddamn wake up. Anybody respect our player that was? He had Beyonce do that fucking voiceover with him. Good job, Andre. But, yes, I, I, um, and I don't know, man. Like, I like getting up here talking about titties and the booty ass and how fucking Spider-Man kicked Dr. Octopus in the nuts But Or how he was fucking Spider Gwen in New York In the middle of the street On an air mattress Okay I'm gonna come back To some serious shit I promise you But if I was fucking Spider-Man Do you niggas not understand What the fuck I had to do Yesterday To save you bitches I will fuck a motherfucker In the middle of City Hall If I want to Because bitch I saved the universe And I'm like You saved the universe Last shit Bitch it's a universe I'm gonna ride this fucking way You niggas be sucking off These goddamn athletes For you know Half a year of fucking Because they got a championship I saved the universe Oh yeah nigga I'm finna come in the house And fuck your wife She's alive nigga You're welcome Bust that pussy open Hold this camera Charles Like yeah Fuck yeah Fucking fucking Queens, bitch. Fucking Peter Parker in this hole. Peter Parker piping. Pushing P. <laughs> Motherfucker. Hell yeah. Don't let me fuck around and be somebody who's like. Yeah, don't let me be somebody who's big. That's why Tony Stark be fuck. That's why you can't really. You hate that Tony's an arrogant piece of shit. But then he's like, dog. 
Like I like the new He's like I I, per- I just re-fucking figured out Renewable energy yo Like fuck off But me and Pepper Finna do some nasty shit I'm Absolutely f- Yeah And but- I, may invent- I may invite your daughter If I feel like Exactly it. If, she, if she lets me I've privatized world peace Eat a dick But um Even within that With you presenting like Say Tony and Pepper mm-hmm. right? Peter's different Cause Peter never found Anybody that was remotely close To giving him 100% Of what he needed Fuck not, no! He just Peter miserable. is such a Peter fucking, is just miserable. He's saving the universe and just man, he can't dude. get. And he's, he's a like, genius. He's he's, he's a genius with superpowers that is kind hearted and genuine, and he can't catch a break. He kept choosing the the most fifty percentest of all women every single time, and was giving his full all to them to no avail. But yeah, whatever, Tony sucks. found Pepper though, and initially Pepper was not fucking with him. Like they they had to go through a series of events before they realized how to love and support one another, but they weren't committed to one another until they realized they were exactly what each other needed, and then they were all in. Buddy in the booty, they really seem to feel like well, however their weird little dynamic is, they like she fucks with Tony as all his quirky whatever shit, and he fuck with Pepper with all her just like I think also Tony accepts like loves the fact that I know I'm fucking a lot. And I love the fact that she figures it out, even though I'm not really big on like in suffering through your partner. I don't mm-hmm. really like that shit, mm-hmm. but I do think their quirks match each other. Like he's fucking and he actually take that back. She also can shut him the fuck up like Tony's big dick everywhere else. And Pepper comes in. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And he's like, you know what? This is this is in my little 50 50 thing. Like in the movie, bro was like, I'm saving the world. I'm this that. Run the company. She was like, what? He's like, no, like, I can't run a company. I don't know. I invent shit. I'm smart. You run the company because you're better than me at that. And we're partners. But that's going back to what he needed. He didn't want somebody that can shut him up or put him in his place. He thought it was impossible. Facts. But he found somebody inadvertently that could do that because it helped refocus him when he needed to be refocused. She was what he needed. And she would ride to the end. I'm going to put the suit on and all, and I'm going to fight with y'all. I'm going to be there when, when you die and we can't bring you back. Like, I'm here for all of this. Initially, I couldn't stand you, though. I don't care what you guys say. I'm not even a Pepper Potts fan. Like, I'm not in here, like, running the Gwyneth Paltrow fucking fan club. Not at all. But that is the most romantic shit when she pulls up in the suit. Y'all wouldn't pull up on a nigga for a nigga in the suit. And the suit is some indestructible shit. Y'all would not put the suit on and go fight fucking aliens looking fucking cool. They'd put the suit on and go fight the man that created it. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you still, where is my super suit? Damn. And see, even that. That's some crazy shit too Like You know Like she was fucking with Frozone Like you knew he's Frozone It's danger outside You know that You finna step in front of this man's purpose bro Like this is one of the greatest heroes out Heroes was dying And your nigga made it to He's one of the greatest He by himself It ain't no him and the rest of the par team Even though There's some artists And I wish I could shout them out properly I don't know their name But they had like just a fucking picture And God If I was like a fucking just Executive, I would just scour the internet and just make movies. They had like all of his kids, and all of his kids had elemental powers. And I was like, bro, I would watch the fuck out of whatever this is, like, like in public in front of people. What you watching? Shut up, nigga. I'm watching the fucking Frozone family, the Zones, whatever the fuck you call it. You man, look, that was a good title. 
Yeah, yo, his kid, his son had earth power. It was just fucking. Unless you really want to be black, then you just call him like, you know, say it's a family of six, you can call him zone six or zone four. He had, okay, he was three. Damn, it's only five. What's his zone? Is zone five a thing? I mean, zone four and zone six are, so I would assume zone five is a thing. But zone six got some shit. He need another kid. They need to have four kids. And then his wife. They could do zone six. Zone six. Man. In Atlanta? Fuck. Fuck the pars, dude. I mean, if you're trying to, you know, Jack Jack got the all black these community. Fucking, Jack Jack got all these goddamn powers. Yeah, fuck that, man. Frozone. Zone six. This is the fucking. What are y'all doing? I would watch the fuck out of Zone Six, bro. It's copyrighted and it's recorded. That's so crazy. And like then we could, then that. you could do the the Guap real like Guap already transitioned, but we can get Guap some of that Disney money because he could like make the he song. Be the villain. He could just make the song. Like he could just. He tra- could. Yes. He could. He could. Tr- he could try. Disney Wop. Yo. Op or ap. Now look, the Disney Wop. <laughs> That's on the internet already. I'm about to say we yeah, didn't, that's, that's we didn't had enough Disney stars that didn't put the WAP. Yeah, oh yeah, actually, the actual real life Disney women out here fucking they grown. That's that's your push you could do. You want pride, y'all? Be safe. But then you know you got like the internet. Go out and like Rule Thirty Four is a thing, bro. And like Helen Parr is somebody really thought that through. Like the only person that could take the impact. Of fucking Mr. Incredible is the stretch. Yo, y'all nasty over there, fucking Disney, low key, like high key. Like, is that some, that's some coordinated shit. No, like, cause she could have had all the powers in there that she needs to be able to, like, take the impact. Right. I've completely derailed whatever the fuck we were talking no, about. No, she was, she was 100% of what he needed. Oh, yeah. Boom. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Actually, yeah. She was kind of like there to kind of like, you know, level them out. And they did the second film, which was like just. You know, she was the fucking star. She mm-hmm. was like out here, and it showed a fucking father doing fatherly shit. That was really a good ass film. I feel like there was like probably some weirdos in the internet, like she's doing all worse him. Like, nah, man, he's being a fucking dad, stay at home dad. That nigga relearned math. To the, teach. New, the new math. Yeah, right. He's like, when the fuck did they remake math? But he's like, I'm a fucking super dad. That shit was cool, man. And that's another group that they weren't together initially. They were fighting crime together. And in the process of them being friends and learning one another, they realized this person is 100% of what I need. And then I committed to them and it worked out. So I feel like I got to walk them through this. So the idea here is, like, because I know, because I've had this conversation, honestly, too many stupid fucking times. It is not a call to arms to just cheat and fuck freely and motherfucker just gonna fuck out all these bitches and not fuck when it's like that's not that's the not fucking the commitment thing. The thing is, is you just cannot run in going, you know, fucking making checklists off of what we what are we doing? What is this? Like, I I, I get being intentional. Like you can be like an intentional can literally be like I have the intention of and this is not fucking. A fucking like wordplay or game It's like I have the intention of allowing this to go where it can But it is It's a little wrong To put in I'm gonna make that woman my motherfucking lady Before we get there I'm committed To the intention of allowing this to go As far as we If we have that fucking connection Then by all means nigga like Fuck I'll get off the streets tomorrow Right If we have that The idea is to let it Like there I just feel like there is not enough of that you know, motherfuckers, like, you know, it's all poetic, and it's like, you know, you have to, if you love something, let it go. You have to leap off the lip. You do. 
But you have to legitimately be like, hey man, this shit could kick me right in my ass. This motherfucker could wake up tomorrow and be a fucking supervillain, and that's the price you pay. Because the next motherfucker you run up, run upon, you learn. You like, don't just walk out here stupid. But don't be none of these. All you motherfuckers is jaded, listening to. I don't fucking know. If but you, that is what's making the decisions, and that was kind of part of many points for the question that I posed because we rush into the commitment component from other people not realizing that I'm creating an expectation for you in this relationship that's based in my traumas and biases and insecurities that I have not addressed at all. Many of us are I'm running to the relationship to avoid addressing these things. That's what I don't like about some of the posts. I'm not like opposed to the idea behind them but i i'm getting a little tired of motherfuckers going do the work you have to heal i work in motherfucking healing and do it's not I'm the e- person you come to to do the work yeah yo it's not an easy process and everybody just talks about this shit like you listen to a couple uh you grab you go on you go on fucking etsy you buy a couple crystals <laughs> you listen to you know your favorite healed artists so they say when they have their happy song or happy album I'm out here flowing through the trees, sunflowers on my knees, titties in the breeze. God is healed is making good. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now you're like, I'm healed. And it's like, bro, I'm not trying to shit on you. I sincerely want that to be a thing. But this shit is not like the same way motherfuckers view like therapy. This shit is not like, let me just rub you back. This is here is a boatload of your fuck shit. Right. Now, I want you to put this on, grab this sword, put this shield on, and we're going to go have a lot of fights for a lot of sessions because that's what it is. Like, it it can be nice and sweet, but nine times out of ten, bro, it is a lot of, that shit didn't heal right. We got to not only fuck tearing the band up, I got to cut this shit open again, bro. This shit is infected. Right. Like, it's a, it's a fucked up process, and the way people don't even address, like, Oh, that's fucked up. I don't want to deal with it. You don't even like in dealing with scenarios that piss you off. It's like you're not healing for real. You're saying all the nice things. You are making all the cute posts. Everybody's making the inspirational posts. I repost them. I like them. They, they have the fucking wording and the fucking dramatic music behind it. But there's a lot that goes into that quote. Like you can't just say that and be like, I'm positive. No, nigga. Like it's a lot like. What are we, we've said neuroplasticity on this shit 50,000 times. That's a process. You don't just wake up one day and think happy thoughts and your brain change. That's a consistent effort on days when you want to hit a motherfucker in the face with a mallet. You go, I have to now work through this thinking positive thing. And it sucks all day. All day you sit in the car, I could have strangled that bitch. And then you think, nah, you fight with yourself all day right. because somebody cut you off in traffic. So this shit is not, I'm healed. You're healing. People think I'm healed or I'm healing is like taking a shower and and doing your hair. (laughs) Just wash it off. Like it's just, it's that simple of a process. Not realizing it's more like that BBL surgery that you got in Miami. Like, yeah, you got it, but you still have to take a couple months for it to heal properly and then sit right to give it the look that you're looking for. And then you're probably going to have to come back here in a couple years and reevaluate this all over again and get some maintenance work done. And then another couple of years come like it's you got to go to the gym and then you have to go to the gym to work out. You have to make sure your eating habits are in order so you don't mess up the look that you paid. Like this is an actual thing. This isn't just a one time deal. And then everything is going to be perfect. But again, that's 
if you choose to do the work. Going back to the commitment component, there are a lot of people that run towards expecting a commitment out of their dating life, not having done the work, not understanding that there is work to be done. I did see that, like, I did see one of those, um, I want to say, I'm not just trying to just even shout them out, where to Kelvin, though, um... I want to say it was a Hollywood Unlocked post. Maybe it was a Shade Room post. It was one of these fucking things. Them, fucking spiritual, whoever the fuck. Pick one, anyone. They all say the same shit. Right. Well, for the most part. And it was a fucking uh, Shade Room's a little more. Like, I'll give the Hollywood. Like, some of these interviews, I'm like, oh, y'all are like a. Y'all are, yeah, y'all are a news platform a little bit. The Shade Room just be. They live to their name. Messy. But, anyways, it was, um, it was on the Making Good thing. I saw it like five minutes before we started the show, and it was like. It was some interview about her recent, you know, thing with her husband or whatever. And speculatively, it can seem like that. I just be having the, but I have those thoughts about like the the super religious relationships because I just feel like some of that is like, and this is not taken away that like God is part of the whole get down, but it just be like, pray, give it to God. It's like, no, God, like, uh, fuck, the internet did a thing with all this algorithm shit. There was a fucking. Post that had to do with like it was um what was that movie Morgan Freeman was God in um Bruce Almighty it was one of them Almighties Bruce or Evan and it was like if you ask to be like uh, courageous does that God give you courage or does God put you in a scenario to to be courageous right. if God's if you said God I want more patience God gonna just give you patience or is he gonna give you opportunities to be patient so you know I want a good relationship. If I think about it like that, you know, like, you know, I pray for a good man. Is he going to, like, just give him to you or is he going to give you an opportunity to, like, find a good You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a, all of it is ways to put it back on you. There is right. no, for, you know, I said this is, I had a conversation, like, a couple of days ago, like, just talking about, like, because I'm, you know, I be doing my little imposter thing, so I don't talk about what I'm doing a lot. But I was, like, in my particular, like, specific practice, I'm very, I picked what I picked because in my personal thing, I'm like, if I was to do, I like family therapy. I'm actually studying family therapy right now. But I'm like, I can go to mom. I can go to dad. We can definitely incorporate all those pieces. But at the end of the day, motherfucker, it is numero uno. They got to pull numero uno's head out of their ass. So you are the common denominator. Exactly. So if I'm looking for all these other outside things, what if I took all this shit away? Because essentially you have to pretend we can use all these tools, but you got to at some point pretend that all this shit can go. Then what the fuck you finna do? Float in purgatory because that's what's going to be left. It's going to be you in open space realizing that shit is still chaotic. Why? Because you are the catalyst to chaos and you don't want to address that. But you are also the person that's I'm 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 typing up these contractual agreements that I want everybody else to agree to. So you're typing up chaos underneath the guise of commitment. And then you're telling everybody that they need to adhere to that to deal with you. So I have to put myself in a shitty situation. What the fuck are you capital records in this bitch? You're trying to get me to agree to a 50 50 deal that's really going to take away all my lights. My likeness, my fucking residual income. Are you gonna you gonna take all that away just to fucking put music out here that I don't even make money off of? Like you're putting me in a shitty contract that makes no sense because you're expecting me to be exclusively committed to you, and we don't know each other authentically. Not really. We haven't taken that time. Like that's the thing that I think that bugs me the most. Which kind of posed a question when it comes to dating. People are coming into. I don't know you. Well, see, I don't think people I don't understand know you, but what knowing somebody is either. 
we don't but in order to get to know somebody we expect them to commit to us in order to get to know you so you want me to commit to you before i even know how you play a role in my life I'm supposed to be thinking about exclusivity with you. I don't know you and I don't know the process of getting to know you. I don't know where you are in your process of figuring out how to get to know you. I don't know any of these things. But I think that also just comes into like not understanding like all the 50,000 layers to a motherfucker. Like you, you've been around your fucking mom your whole life. And you fuck around and go and, you know, help your mom move some shit in the garage one day. It's a box of... Whoever knows the fuck you like what the fuck is this And you get a whole Different person Whole thing of stories about Oh yeah you know that was back Even before I met such and such And we used to take fucking backpack You're not a backpacker mom When the fuck you start backpacking around I did like five years Like before I came back home and went, Like you You don't know nobody Like you just You know what I'm saying I know you To this extent And I know you to the Nth degree that, that I know you in but there, I don't know, people, I feel, I feel like there is just a fear in the unknown because, you know, it's like if the unknown can fucking hurt you. And I get that. But the unknown can also fucking just fire you up. Like, it could be, like, some dope shit, and you just have to be committed to the fact, I don't know nobody. I know, like, I think about that, my mom, my dad, I know them to the extent of, oh, I know you right now, I know you as a parent. I don't know everything about your past, and I don't know who the fuck you're going to be next year. If my dad could wake up tomorrow and want to become a vegan monk. Because he just fucking some epiphany. It, it it could be possible. But I'll say the unknown is temporary. I temporarily don't know what this is. And when I think I know what this is, that's gonna be temporary as well. Because there's gonna be other aspects of that to that. I I just I don't understand. this is a continual cycle of me not knowing shit for a little bit of time. I didn't know that. Learn more about it. Find something else. I didn't know that. Learn more about it. Didn't really learn all the context of it. Like you're going to constantly be exploring with this other individual. They are constantly changing. You are constantly changing. They are constantly evolving. You are constantly evolving, but I'm expecting you to commit to me 100% one particular way just to enter into this process of unknown. And I don't even say that like, not as somebody like not, like I'm not some human being who can have these same fucking thoughts, but I just re- re- like and I say I use me a lot of times as the fucking basis. That's just fear. But if you don't call it out, you're never able to adjust. I want you to stay the same way. That's because you're scared that this person will fucking wake up one day and be a completely different motherfucker. They'll leave or this is not the motherfucker I fucked with. We are not gonna whatever. And that's just the fucking that's nigga. That's the that's name of the your game. Fear, but. That's life. Yes. You're you're afraid to live? Because that's supposed to happen. You have a family. You have kids. What happens with the kids? All the motherfuckers change before your eyes every single day. They're changing. They're developing. They're evolving. They're becoming whoever it is that they decide that they want to be in this universe. They are becoming that. Irregardless of you. You can contribute to their traumas, you can contribute to their upbringing, but at some point, they're going to get to the same point that you need to be at, which is I'm going to address my shit to figure out who I am and take back control of my identity and my choices. And I'm going to utilize that to shape this world around me to be whatever I think I want it to be at this point in my life. And I'm going to constantly reiterate, you're raising people that are going to do that to you, that came from you, spawned from you. Or a piece of you And they gonna leave your ass too I do think that is like a bit of an issue With like 
obviously just the generation before us, and that's not nobody's fault or a couple yeah, of people's fault. Yeah. But we can, we can get into that too. Generational traumas and curses and conditioned mindsets and all that, that is their fault. Twitter. That yeah, that's where that's where a lot of that shit comes from. It's like, okay, you get married, you get together and you live happily ever after. And it just doesn't account for the fact that People just say shit happens and they say shit happens in the sense that like you just get smacked and then you endure. But nobody really teaches you how to traverse it or, or, or even if you the how easy it is. A little inception fucking thing. Talking about like if you switch from the start because it ain't like you can do mu- not much about it sometimes like changes and shit just fucking happens. Mm-hmm. But the shift the mindset of this motherfucker will be exactly the way I need them to be right now forever as opposed to flipping that switch going into this person will be. Who the fuck they gonna be And I'm gonna figure out How to match it Or it might not work But I'm gonna be cool with it Like just trying to live In that space I feel like would minimize Some shit But that's on us To kinda You know Teach that Come to terms with that And come to terms With how certain things Fuck that up Like if we're going to Use the making good example Jesus say Y'all get together And y'all lock it in Forever Forever and ever And so It doesn't work out Because you and this person May not have done Enough Elaborating and understanding of each other Y'all said Jesus said this is a good man He a God fearing man He he, uh, you know He go to church every Sunday He preaches And and he treat me right That hits the whole checklist And it's just little intricate shit That just I don't Well we don't really We don't like the same things He doesn't understand when I say this We are kind of We don't really Like the same things like that Like on paper this looks amazing But we really our little intricate things, the real day to day shit, we kind of, and it ain't even looked at for the external exactly. stimuli. And it ain't even, I'm not even saying religion, shit like Jesus. this. People, I think, underestimate when motherfuckers do this all the time. Like, you right here and it's like, shoot, and then shoot, and then phew. Like, this is a good, like, shit, man, this is how I communicate. This is a good joke. You've missed every joke I said, or. You know, she's saying, you know, uh, she's got little quirky things. Damn, I didn't understand none of those references. Y'all are going to have a hard time communicating. This is going to be really tough. Now, that ain't that ain't even saying I'll give you I'll give some hope. I'm not going to be Debbie, you know, Devin Downer. <laughs> but it does require that you would have to do that relationship longer in certain phases. Like it's not like this shit is not going to work. No, nah, it'll work. It's just this whole entry phase or this phase of getting to know that needs to now be longer and more intentional because you just thought like, oh, we're going to link, be together for a certain amount of time, and it'll be like, great. No, you might have been together for fucking eight years now, and it really sucks. And now you have to do another, I don't know, it could be six months, it could be another six intentional years of like, why the fuck do I not get this? I might have to show you all the shit that I watch. Hey, man, this whole season of fucking King of the Hill is where these references come from. Watch it. You have to now watch the whole season so you can know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's why it's funny. Right. Whatever the fuck. I think that's, that kind of transitions into one of, like I said, one of many points of why I posed that question. Because a lot of people would think it's an attack on commitment as a whole, which we established at the beginning of the show. That's not the case. I don't care if you're ethically non-monogamous. I don't care if you're polygamous or polyamorous whatever your deal is i don't care what your relationship dynamic is some form of commitment is necessary because commitment helps build trust but i want us to pay attention to how we commit because in my opinion looking at the scenario of commitment 
like a hundred percent commitment to somebody isn't necessary to build rapport. You think of your best friends that you've known for a long time. Like I've been cool with these people since elementary school. These are my best friends. I call them my family. These are my brothers. These are my sisters. You're not a hundred percent committed to only them. You never have been. Even when you were in elementary school, y'all became friends. You both still had other friends that you were cool with that have come and gone throughout your entire transition within your friendship, within your relationship. Now, I have my own family. They have their own family. I have my obligations. They have their own obligations. I have other friends. They have other friends. I'm not 100% committed to this person, but time has helped us understand each other's value in each other's lives and how we match up and how we decide to support each other, how I can interact with you and how I cannot interact with you. Me giving them the freedom to live their life and do them their thing has not stopped me from having a closer connection to them. If I don't have a closer connection to them, it's because I chose not to have a closer connection to them. So the 100% commitment thing isn't necessary. But what I will say is instead of rushing into the possessive component of commitment, like I need this person to belong to me and to be mine and the title that defines X, Y, and Z, whatever the fuck, all that shit that's not necessary. Commit to things that are more concrete. I commit to allowing you to grow and I commit to understanding who that person is at every stage that I'm around to experience. I commit to creating a safe space for you to be yourself. I commit to allowing you enough safety to be able to communicate with me how you need to be how you need to communicate with me without me judging your form of communication. I commit to learning what your form of communication is. I commit to allowing you freedom. Like I commit to all these things that are allowing you things to be who you are, so to speak, as opposed to me committing to a mindset that is going to put you in a little box that I can fit in my pocket that I can show people to validate my insecurities or my expectations or the things that I need to, that's, superficially make me feel whole which is not real because at some point your little ass is going to escape that box (laughs) or i'm gonna forget that box somewhere and somebody else is going to scoop that box up but if i commit to i'm committing to understanding you as best as i can but if if i'm committing to allowing you to be you and figuring out who you are alongside of committing 100% to figuring out who the fuck I am at this stage in my life and continuously reevaluate that, that will help you have better, long-lasting, deeper connections with people, in my opinion. But what the fuck do I know? A little bit. I'm not going to hold y'all. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Like, the nigga be knowing shit. I've, a little bit. You know, I've, 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 bit. I've learned some stuff. Thing always be farting in here. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it helps, it helps cover up some shit. But yes, we we I had a longer conversation with with Eric mm-hmm. um, and a few other people about this. Eric Lourdes, a few uh, Robin, shout out to Robin. Um, but not just how you commit to people, as in regards to like their personal growth or growth within romantic relationships, but. Like you said, it's 50,000 layers to it. We don't look at it how culturally, how generationally, how familially, how based on our environment, we've been conditioned to approach the concept of commitment. Culturally, we've been learning from stereotypical, traditional, old school black mindsets, which were rooted in what? Survival. Which was rooted in trauma response. You got to settle, settle down, get you, get you a nice woman, get you a nice man, 
you know, somebody that's going to provide for you or somebody that's going to cook and take care of the kids because you you don't know how much longer you're going to be here and you mm-hmm. need somebody that's going to have your back just in case these white folks take you out or it gives you the opportunity to have somebody. Like, it, it was never based in love. It was never based in really, really knowing this individual. Relationships were built in trauma responses, but those are the people that for generations have taught, you know, the 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 nuance of approaching relationships commitment wise. And we still have a lingering of that in our generation. We're starting to be the defectors a little bit from us on down. It's changing little by little by little. But for 400 years, we've been teaching how to look at commitment based in a trauma response. We don't look at that culturally. So not even the individual shit, not even the romantic stuff. We're not, we're not paying attention to all the layers that are affected and contribute to this shit. And we just come into it thinking that it's supposed to be this way. And we're not looking at why we don't even think to challenge. Why? I know I struggle with that. Like, obviously like, I guess at work it's different because either on your behalf, they're like just coming to you. For me, in a variety of ways, you motherfuckers came to me, like came to me. You don't have no choice. They got but, in your lap. Yeah, you don't got no choice but to listen to me. So the I so the facilitation around changing, however, it's like you came in for a reason, you understand the issues, let me talk to you. For me, motherfucker, you got thrown over here. So it's either you don't have no choice but to switch it, because what you used to do got you here. Right. Cool. So that sets up the the foundation for Okay, we're going to start shifting and changing mindsets and asking why and blah, 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 blah. I find it a little more difficult, I guess, in casual conversation or even if you like are, you know, out here in the dating space, in the friend space, just be like, well, why would you do that? Why the fuck would you ask me that, nigga? Because I know part of it is how I think, but also mm-hmm. a lot of it is just how my mind has shifted over the past. I don't know. How long have you been doing this? Like, it's 2000. 15 Sure Something like that So it's been like A a lot of years Of like Conditioning the brain To go Nah there's Ways that this Like you just Connected Motherfuckers like My relationship That's my standard No it's not That's what you were told to do From this person From this person This person And I know like It sounds exhausting But to be like I know you're really Committed to that thought Sir or ma'am But maybe not every thought But every now and again Go Where the fuck why the fuck did I think that? Why am I so committed and just attached to this shit here? It could be bullshit. Right. I don't do that as like I don't do that with everything, but I try to make it a practice of hmm. I'm super committed. You know, and it doesn't mean that just because you think about it and figure out that it's bullshit that you're gonna just stop. But you can at least play with it like it's bullshit. And then if you decide, and if you know it's bullshit, then you're deciding to interact with the bullshit. But you got to at least try to play with it and see if it's horseshit or not. A lot of us are, we're committed to these ideals and morals and mindsets and all this other stuff that we think are supposed to be security blankets for us, but they're really one-ply toilet paper. They don't protect you from shit. They don't protect you. They don't protect you at all. Like, the fingers is going through. You're going to get some on your hand. Like, it, it, you're going to be in there because you keep holding on to this shit that really doesn't benefit you. So, at one point, do you start to address, hey, I need a better security blanket that's actually built in security. Well, what am I trying to be secure from? Cause you can't know I can make myself a blanket But if I'm gonna be In the middle of Fucking Moscow Russia You better know How to have a proper blanket This ain't the same As being in, in 
California in the winter. Nah, that's shit. That's something. I have to be prepared for the shit that I'm trying to get the right resources for. If you didn't address your shit, how can you know how to prepare for what's to come? Because then, oh shit, if I'm using the rush example, that's two ways. It's like you have to get the resources to like survive, but you're not strong like that, or you can turn yourself. Go through the real hardship Which is really more beneficial Of turning yourself Russian you Niggas will walk out the mem- That motherfucking sandals But that requires you To kind of build yourself To be more tough Which is That means you're gonna have to Involve yourself In more traumatic experiences That are actually built To uplift you And build you Into the person you need to be As opposed to things That are gonna deter you From becoming the person You need to be Bottom line Pay more attention To how you commit to things And this is I know we've utilized you know relationships but everything applies how you commit to your job how you commit to your family how you commit to your parenting style how you commit to your nutritional habits how you commit to your health regimen how you commit to working out how you commit to listening to this podcast every saturday and monday at the proper times that are listed because you pay attention to what we tell you or how you commit to expectations that you want everybody else to commit to you to service you or whatever the case is like reevaluate how you are committing to things or expecting commitment and see if it's really as healthy for you as you think it is that's it see y'all on saturday Who's the